Good spoilers, yes, thank you. These are good spoilers. Um, the screen slaver, the main bad guy, will hypnotize people through the screen. And people, their eyes turn white, like, like the kind of irises of a ghost. So this is like Disney kind of like showing off and saying, this is a technology that we have uh, come up with since the 50s, right? And we're only barely showing it to the public now. That's like if... The U.S. government had, like, airplanes that were kind of like aircrafts, UFOs, but they didn't show the public until the future. And so it is a betrayal of our trust. It's a betrayal of everything that we hold dear, and it is just another act that Disney is going to sweep under the rug. Welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, everybody, with your host, Gio. How's it going? And, of course, my co-host, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, Gio. Wow. What balls that no holds bars this is just full on out yeah we're messing with you and we don't wait what was did you just get a message geo i got a message i got another message what okay um live podcasting we got flagged and i don't know how this is even possible but we just got flagged for for giving spoilers for the incredible two movie it seems that we, we might have to edit out that part. I'm going to try my hardest to fight legally behind the scenes. We have a couple days before this podcast airs. So I will fight as hard as I can to get this thing out without the editing. We're, we're not going to have Disney come up and cut our episode. Okay? This isn't YouTube. We're not about to fucking lose our creative license over this. This is our creative expression, Disney. And we're not going to be silenced. So let's get off of the Incredibles movie because I don't want to get sued. But let's just, uh, I'll go ahead and say it. Thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Um, obviously, they show you how they do it. But the fact that they're showing you, it means they're doing it to you. You know, don't think that just because they're showing you how they do it, you're getting it done to you at the same time. So don't watch the movie. Please don't watch Incredibles 2 for for your own health, please. So we have a lot to talk about this week. Um, we can throw away anything that happened in the past. It is a new world that we are living in, that we woke up in today. So let's talk about the main news. Disney is at it again. They are merging, possibly. This is uh, all, who, who knows what's going to happen by the time we, uh, we publish this. But as of today... Disney has outbid Comcast for 20th Century Fox and, and all, all of their divisions except for the Fox News Corporation. It's a wow. classic fox and mouse game, you know? The fox wow. chases the mouse around, and then the mouse is the one that ends up biting the fox right in the butt. Mm -hmm. Because we all have to remember that the mouse is rabid. It is a rabid mouse. So any contact with this mouse, you're going to catch the disease. So the fox got the disease. 
and now Comcast. And okay, and real quick, because I know we have some number lovers out there, um, some crunchers. So, guys, I want you to crunch this one. Comcast offered a very cool $65 billion. Okay. Um, nice chunk of cheese. Yeah, exactly. For, for, the, for the mouse, though, they, they have a, a bigger hoard of cheese. They came mm-hmm. with a fat whopping roll of 71 billion okay let's roll out the camembert let's do the math real quick guys what is 71 minus 65 i'll give you a couple seconds go ahead wow what is it it's six it's six guys now i i don't have to tell you how many how many zeros there are okay in in a billion it's more than six it's way more than six. So we have a lot of math going, going against this merger. We, we obviously know that the symbolic placement of the six in Disney's buying of Fox was no mistake. Okay, guys? It was no mistake. And all you math heads out there, just also think about this. Um, six billion, you know, that's, that's – think of sixes going a billion times. Think about oh the God. amount of six six sixes within that six billion set. That's like six billion divided by three. If if, if someone math heads do uh, hashtag six billion divided by three, and and give us the answer on on our Twitter at Ghostnessing, please. Um, and that's how many sixes there would be if we did six billion sixes in a row. And how many six six sixes? Exactly six six sixes exactly. And we can't keep on saying that. Um, because our podcast will catch on fire. As much as we are audio saved, we cannot be playing with this kind of energy. Six billion six six sixes is a little bit is too much for us in our podcast to handle. And I think that's the cap right there, Gio. Yeah, that's it. So that's the kind of numerology that Disney is playing with that they just threw out casually, right? And they might buy the movie and television division of fox which isn't small they have a lot of good things going for them i'm not gonna say i'm I'm gonna take back a lot i'm gonna say some okay they have some things going for them so i just kind of want to go through some of the movies that are coming out upcoming from 20th century fox and i just want to see if uh your saliva glands start percolating if you got if, if you get a little weird tingling sensation in your crotch from these movies that I'm going to start rattling off because for some reason, Disney Mickey mouse himself got wet, got so wet when he saw this roster of movies and we have to find out why as scientists, we must find out what made Mickey so wet when he saw what these movies that were coming out from 20th century Fox. So let's go down the list. Um, the Darkest Minds, uh, science fiction movie, and it's about um, kids with um, the power to change everything. So potentially kind of like Young Satanists, a movie about Young Satanists, I think. Dark Minds, The Darkest Minds. I don't know if I like this movie, but this might be a reason why they bought 
20th Century Fox. The next one, The Predator. Wow. The Predator. Okay, so we have to start thinking kind of in terms of Disney, right? They are buying these movies because they're also buying the, the properties themselves. So now Disney owns The Predator. As in The Predator. The, the one that you got to be looking out for at, when you go home, bed at night. You don't want The Predator there. No. The Predator is going to yeah. be too much. If you're a bad boy, bad girl, bad X and Y, sis, uh, whoever you want to be, gender fluid uh, child, if you get snatched up by the Predator, it's going to be a bad day. So they bought that alien. That entire wow. alien species now belongs to Disney. They've gone intergalactic. Well, that's what they're trying to. Yes. Well, exactly. That's what they're trying to do. We, I, I'm already get, giving them... Um, the win, and maybe I, I maybe I shouldn't. Maybe you're right, but let's just let's face it. Disney gets what it what it wants, and Mickey Mouse isn't going to stop until the Predator is in his in the palm of his hands, is his gloved hands. What is he going to do with all that power? Well, there's a lot he could do, and maybe some of these movies might might let us into what they're thinking of. So. Um, there's a couple movies that no one's heard of that I'm just going to skip over because I'll, I'll just mention their names, but no one's heard of these movies. Bad Times at El Royale. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking about that movie, but there goes $250 million. Um, I mean, you don't want to see a movie that tells you it's going to be a bad time. Yeah. What were they thinking? But maybe this th this might be an outlier, um, but this is another movie that, uh, that's coming out that no one's heard of, but the title itself really kind of piques my interest. It's called The Hate You Give. Very interesting. Because oh. if you think about it, Disney markets in hate. Okay? You love Disney means that you hate other things. You love the MCU, you hate the DCEU. So there's a lot of hate getting flung around. And... You have to think that the more hate that they get on their side, I would feel that they'd have a better chance at flinging out some hate, you know? So Fight Fire with Fire, I think that's what they're doing. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, that's another one they're, they're buying. I think obviously everybody knows that Disneyland, they've been dying to, be, uh, to play Another One Bites the Dust, and we are the champions at all of their events, and they can't. But finally, of course, since now they own Freddie Mercury as a ghost, um, he can play a, for eternity in Disneyland, which is just a shame. It's just awful that That's they had just... to bring in Freddie Mercury into Disneyland as a ghost. It's, it's really messed up. It's very sick. First the presidents, now Freddie Mercury. Mm -hmm. They're going to and... make him sit on stage and every 20 minutes, you know, make him get up and, and do the dance. And, you know, his memory deserves better than that, people. You know, give the guy some rest. Let him RIP, people. That's right. And we really have to also blame the makers of this movie because if you wouldn't have made this movie, then Disney would have never have been able to buy it. So shame on you, Remy Malek. And shame on you, everybody, um, for making Bohemian Rhapsody. Shame on you. You should not have gotten... 
Freddie Mercury's ghost involved in any project because now you've let a company own him. And it is the last thing that I believe he wanted was to be owned by a mouse in his afterlife. I, I do not think that's what he wanted. So shame on you. Uh, another movie that's coming out, Dark Phoenix. I mean, it's an X-Men movie. Gambit's coming out. It's just a bunch of X-Men movies. And then Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 they bought as well. So they're going wow. inter intergalactic, dude. They're going all across the galaxy. Well, Gio, I just have a, had a brainwave about all this as well. Think about what Disney has been doing leading up to this point. They have been taking actors, actresses, ordinary people, turning them into beasts. Yes. Beyonce being bitten to the, in the face oh by a wire lion. Real quick. If uh, Have you heard Beyonce's new song? Beyonce and Jay-Z have a new song. It's called Ape Shit. Wow. It's about animal feces of an ape. And so this is like on set. Her on set of, Dis of Disney's The Lion King. And she is seeing animals, apes, take shits. And so she wrote, she wrote a song about it uh, to complain to Disney. So, guys, Solidarity, listen and stream that song so you could hear her side of the story. Please continue, Rob, because you're, you're going down a very good road. I really want to mind this well. Exactly. So you see this shit that – literal shit that Beyonce is having to deal with mm -hmm. right now. And it's all speaking to this pattern of Disney taking people and trying to create some sort of like supernatural army – or just pieces for them to use for whatever they want. Yes. You know, they have lions, they have superheroes, and now they want predators. They mm -hmm. want the uh, Dark the, Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. They want the X Men. They want you Freddie know, they Mercury. They want the Navi. They want Freddie Mercury. So, like, what kind of like intergalactic battle are they preparing for? Exactly. And, and it might be the final battle. Rob, what we what we're witnessing, what we got tangled in, might be the end of days. I don't want to I don't want to scare anybody, because it is a positive time. Because the end of days are the beginning of the end of days, right? The final battle is the beginning of eternal peace. So we have to look forward to this battle. We 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 can't stop it from happening. What we must do is we must find out whose side is going to be the winning side. And we have to make sure that we're on the right side of history. I don't know, Joe. It's, it's a battle this big. Is, the, is there a winning side? I believe there can be personal victories had within battles. I believe that if we trudge our way through this shit like Beyonce, we can get out of the grasps of Disney and we can get into the future, the brand new future where... The world will understand that ghosts can be good and bad and that you have to judge a book by its cover and by its content. You have to see it by its face and then you have to read its insights. I, I, I used to be a hater, okay? I used to be a deep hater. Now I'm not so sure because now I realized that there are battles going on around us. Angels and demons. And, and here's something that we have to look at because they are also acquiring another movie. 
And this is exactly what you were talking about, Rob. This movie that they're buying from 20th Century Fox is called Alita Battle Angel. Wow. So it is as clear as day right there. Battle Angel. So they are even preparing to fight for the heavens here. Obviously, we know that they're evil. We know that they, they don't have a good bone in their body. But when it comes to end, the end of days, we are going to have to fight from every side. And we will come out of it, I believe, unscathed. I, I, do, I do not think that they will get us because we're too small and we're too fast. But we got to make sure that we're on the right side of this, Rob. So we got to do our research. There is a lot more research that we can we can do to make sure that everybody is taken care of in the end of times, that the final battle goes off without a hitch, with as many people saved as possible, okay? I, I don't want any casualties that don't have to be there. But Bob Iger and all the, all, all the you know, the junkies at Disney, they got to go. I mean, that's on all of us, and that's on you too, dear listener. And, you know, spreading the word, making people aware, because that's how we're going to ultimately protect ourselves is through a network of support with each other. Uh, You know, we are here for you. We are out there with the street team. Thank you all for fighting the good fight. We we can get through it. You know, as Gio was saying, it, it it is the end of times. But remember, the end of times is also marking beginnings of new times. That's right. And. Now we have to start thinking about our strategies, how, how we go about getting through this, because we're doing this together, guys. We're going to be um, guiding you through the end of the world, uh, literally. We're going to be walking you through it. You can, listen, you can put in our podcast, any podcast, just listen to it, listen to our words, and it will guide you in a subconscious way through the end of the world so that you come out of it in one piece. So keep with us and we will not lead you astray. You are our, our friends and our family. We, that's what we think about you guys. And you're our team, our street team, like Rob was saying. So let's talk about one of our adversaries that we're going to face. Um, obviously, like we, we talk about Disney all the time, right? Like the company and, and their properties and their movies, and their activity. What we don't, and, and that's kind of like focusing on like a major sports team, you know, like the, the Denver Broncos. You talk about the coach, you talk about the players, you talk about the mascot, right? But at the end of the day, the thing that is most dangerous about a team is not the team itself, it is the fans. It's when you're walking from the parking lot to your car. You're wearing a different jersey, and one of the fans approaches you and tells you to get out of here, right? It is that kind of mentality. And so it is the people who love Disney, who will die for Disney, that we must be aware of. They are out there, and they will attack you unwarranted if you are bad-mouthing Disney. These are what I call Disney junkies. And as you remember... Like, this is a rabid mouse that we're talking about. So you get near this thing, it's going to give you rabies. And that's the reaction that these junkies get off. It's, they're rabid. Uh, you know, it's, they do not let go. 
if you say anything bad about their their mouse, oh, you better watch out because they are going to be coming at you hot. That's right. So it is the fans that we have to look out for. And and it's something that we've all seen, guys, girls, everybody. Um, we've seen people with a paranormal, a supernatural link to Disney movies. Okay? It's people... People that post online, uh, I can't go to bed unless there's a Disney movie playing in the background. Or um, another movie night in, Disney and chill with the bay. It's stuff like that, okay? It is the normalization of Disney culture throughout everything. It permeates children. It permeates um, the young adults. It permeates older adults. People from the 50s who are now you know, much, much older in their twilight years. They're reminiscing on these movies, and they don't realize the older movies are, are the most dangerous ones because that's when there are free-flying ghosts in every single frame. I mean, that's because that's when Walt was there, and he was overseeing the whole ghost production mm-hmm. by himself. And he was jam-packing those films with, you know, it's all-time records. But now we have to think about, now they have Freddie Mercury. He is a great orchestrator. And, and as a ghost orchestrator, they can really do a lot with Freddie Mercury. I'm not saying it's going to be good, and I'm not saying he's going to like what he's doing. But I'm just saying that he has a lot of work that he can do for Disney as a ghost, as a ghost orchestrator. So we might be seeing some very good choreographed scenes um, in, in Disney movies from now on. And we can thank Freddie Mercury for that. So I guess we have one positive is the fact that we will see some more Freddie in, in different flavors. Um, in in the Disney movies. But this is something else I wanted to talk about, right? So there are all these people that are worshiping Disney, but they have people that they single out. People really like, um, who was her? Um, Emma Roberts, I think she, that, that was her name, right? She was the uh, girl who played Beauty and the Beast, right? Uh, yeah, Hermione Granger is her yes. real name. Yes, exactly. The witch. Mm-hmm. I cannot forget. She was, she and that's a, why they, they give her a pseudonym. So you, you would forget that actually in real life she's a witch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So she played Belle and people loved it. Um, in the same movie, Josh Gad plays uh, this other guy. Um, I don't know his name. He's he's kind of like the like the lame guy who apparently in the movie is is supposedly the, the first openly gay uh, character. I think we actually talked about this um, years ago or a year ago when it came out that he was the first openly gay Disney character. But from that stemmed a love for Josh Gad that Disney fans just cannot get enough of. So Josh Gad has become himself. Um, his own little celebrity icon. And I would say even more than an icon to some people. I would say to some people, they almost revere him spiritually. You know, uh, Gio, I was, we, when we were talking about this before, I thought I would need to consult my, my charts and some numerology and uh, ambigrams and the way that things get rearranged. And I found out while consulting these charts, Josh Gad you have to rearrange it to oh. have the numbers come out correctly. Okay. You have to flip the vowels. So it's actually Josh God. 
Jash God. Exactly. That's exactly how it comes out. And it explains everything that you're saying. Wow. And that makes so much sense. When you put it that way, Jash God, they look up to him as a kind of God, right? Not the God, obviously. And, and you have to think Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse probably are a couple steps above him. But he is their Jash God. And to a lot of people, that's what they call him. And you have to think he is invoking the, the word of God every time they say his name. Josh Gad, on like let's say in a movie, he plays Olaf. He plays anybody. He plays a, a, a parrot. He plays himself sometimes. And starring Josh Gad, you'll see it, you'll see it flip in your eyes. It's kind of like we were talking about the Yanny and Laurel thing. Mm -hmm. It's all like people always seem to forget that everything is connected. Okay, guys? Everything is connected. You go back to any one of our episodes and you will see that it connects to this episode somehow because everything's connected. And so you think of Yanny Laurel, you think Brainstorm, Green Eagle or Green Arrow, whatever. It's the same thing with Josh and Jash. God Gad. And it's people like Josh Gad that keeps the ghosts kind of at bay. Think about it. There are millions of ghosts working for Disney right now, okay? Josh Gad, as his own kind of weird single deity, is almost like a magnet for a lot of ghosts, okay? And so instead of going out and kind of like, because like, there's too many ghosts working in the center, and so all the ghosts on the outside, they don't, they're kind of buzzing. They don't know what to do. And so Josh Gad is like a lantern for these ghosts and they follow the lantern like a mosquito and they kind of are just amazed by the light that he emits the godly light that josh gad emits to be in his presence i'm sure is bliss it's heavenly and there are other people like this you had mentioned before there is somebody out there known as uh lil b the based god mm -hmm. Right? Of course, there's all sorts of gods out there. Charlemagne, the god, uh, the list goes on. There's so many deities uh, wow. that are out in the world among us. And, and they are revered as gods. And so we have to thank these people. These people are lightning rods for ghosts. Like I was saying, they're all lanterns in the ghost dimension. Ghosts, evil spirits, good spirits... They all flock to these lanterns, and, and they look at them, and, and they, they can't get away. And so they're not able to haunt other people, you know? So for that, for that reason only, we have to thank all the gods out there. So that's Jash, that's Lil B, and that's Charlemagne, and then all the rest. You fill in the blanks, guys. And if you, have, if, if you yourself are a god, then include yourself in that list. And we will we'll thank you personally if you email us your name. We will thank you in our next episode because it's that important that we get all this information out there. So we have a lot of deities, a lot of different states of God in the world that are working. Some of them are working for Disney. Some of them aren't, right? Charlemagne, he doesn't work for Disney. Lil B, he's a solo actor. He's, he's, a, he's a, a music singer, producer.
a rapper. So all these people, they're doing different things, but they're all fighting ghosts. And so we have to really kind of widen our scope. Not everybody looks like a ghost hunter. We, you guys might not know what me and Rob look like. Um, well, we don't look like ghost hunters. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it first and foremost. I don't think we look like ghost hunters. We don't look like we've come in contact with demons. Um, we still have the look of innocence in our in our faces. But if you really knew, if you know what we saw, what we faced, I think you'd have many heart attacks, each and every one of you. Um, small ones, small palpitations at first, and maybe they'd go go kind of kind of worse, and you might get a big major heart attack because we've faced some demons. There's so many things that I could tell you out there that your hair would just curl, but I couldn't even begin because it's nowhere to explain the supernatural world. It's something that minds are not made to comprehend. It's a waste of exercise. And, but the reason why we're here speaking with you is to help connect because we all feel this world, even though we can't explain it, we are all affected by it. And you, you, me, you know, it all affects our lives and we need to be able to speak about it, uh, even if it doesn't make sense. So, again, we do encourage you to reach out to us, tweet at us, email us, tell mm -hmm. us your stories. We need to know what's going on because the only way, like we were saying before, the only way we can help each other is if we know what's going on. So, you know, let's, this is a safe space That's for right. all of us to, to come out and talk about this stuff. We know it's difficult, too. And we know there's so many people out there that just don't understand about anything about ghosts or spirits, thinks it's all bogus. Yeah. Uh, it's probably because, you know, they're screen slaved. People, exactly. Wow, thank you for bring, bringing that back. The, the screen slaver had a point, and, 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 it's, and it's that we are all looking at screens all the time. And they said that we're being hypnotized, but you just, you just say put, switch hypnotized and possessed. Because mm -hmm. that's the truth. You're getting possessed by the screen. So we are here. Thank you so much for listening. Like you said, um, reach out to us because everything is connected. And you might not think that your story is connected to us, but we assure you that it is, that everything is. Numerology, people. People don't like to think about numbers that hard. And we know that there are people that do. So for those who like numerology, hit us with some numbers, guys. We want to know the deep math that we don't know yet. Um, obviously, we know a lot, and we're scientists, so so we're going to – if you send us some basic shit, we're just going to laugh at you. So send us some hard-hitting hard, hard -hitting stuff because we want to get into some numerology more. We've been counting some sixes, sixes all over the place, and we feel mm -hmm. that it's adding up uh, to six billion. Right. I mean, Gio, we're already over a quota now, so it's like you know we're wrapping up, so we probably got exactly. it too soon because we just called in the final ghost here. But just, right. you know, we've been talking about the number six a lot in sequence but all numbers are welcome too. fives are cool too. seven especially seven yeah seven's awesome uh negative three you i mean you're the math heads you know fill in the mm -hmm. blanks let us know and of course uh follow us on our instagram that's ghost in the meme with an underscore in between every word on our twitter that's ghost in the scene um give us those five stars and give us a comment on our podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate that kind of stuff. Um, every time you do it, think of it as a prayer. 
I want you to pray. Um, pray for peace. Pray for the end of ghosts. Um, pray for a, a new tomorrow. And hopefully we can all achieve that together. Um, so until next time, see you, see you later. Dude. Stay nice and clean. Stay extreme, everybody.